0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel, and she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen, or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the
1: show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy. An inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome
0: to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm Derek Sassman. We got the Disney dentist, Dr. Doug, with us. And we're continuing our about, I don't know, it's been about once a month going through the Walt Disney World Resorts. Uh, We started at Port Orleans. We went down to Pop Century. And now we're moving back up the scale. We're going to talk about the contemporary today, Doug.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's our first uh, time to dip our toe into the deluxe resorts. And we're starting with a doozy, Contemporary and Bay Lake Tower. um, We'll talk about them both a little bit, but mostly Contemporary because that's where all the excitement happens.
0: It's a great resort. You and I have both stayed there. So another fun thing that we can share stories and experiences with. It's one that most people know, and that's one of the reasons why we're starting with it, because you see it as you're going to the magic kingdom it's it's right there it's one of the original resorts uh opening day resorts and uh it's it's pretty hard to miss we'll say
1: it is and it's one of those that as a kid riding the monorail and actually going through a building on a monorail i i don't know any kid that went through it that didn't want to stay there and uh stay at the monorail resort type of thing so it's one of those that was always on the list since you know you're 5 years old and uh, we've both, fortunately, been able to check that off the list, the Disney bucket list, so to speak. Um, and now we'll tell you all about it.
0: Yep, same thing. I remember when I was nine years old, going right through it. You're like, oh my gosh, we're going to run into a building. But no, it's a resort. And you're looking around. And you're just like, wow, I want to stay here. So we finally did. I'm glad we did. It's a pretty amazing hotel uh, all around. Let's first dip into the theme of it because it's very unique. It's, it's not like uh, it's not like anything else. I feel like Disney has to offer.
1: No, the theme. Um, it's kind of hard. It's vague. Kind of hard to put your finger on it. It's hard to explain to a child. I think it's it is contemporary. So it's not you know like we talked about pop century last time, and that's an obvious theme. You got icons from the last century, right? And Um, Port Orleans, Riverside, you had an alligator theme, you had princess themes, you had mansions. This is more modern, um, very stylish, uh, very subtle Disney nuances. Mickey is added in there, but they're more hidden Mickeys. This is a place where you can stay and you're not hit over the head by a mouse. Um, it's like a very nice, modern, clean, uh nice clean lines sort of thing with the resort. And that theme is carried from in the rooms throughout the whole resort. The rooms had a big makeover back in 2013 to update kind of that theming, make it contemporary once again, because it almost was becoming, well, this was contemporary for 1971 type of moments. Um So they have done a good job of keeping it modern, keeping that twist and, you know, it didn't feel sterile to me or anything like that. The kids never complained about it. They never said like, "Ooh, this is amazing" about the theme. I don't know how was your impression of the theme, Derek? Well, you,
0: like you said, it's almost got that hidden Disney touch. I mean, when we stayed at Port Orleans, you got princesses on the wall. You got you know the magic carpet right there. Here at uh, the Contemporary, you don't. You're not showered with Mickey and princesses. It's very, it's, modern's a good word. It was probably the nicest room I've ever stayed in. Uh, free bottle water and everything uh, was, I think our TV was 70 inches. It just, <laughs> it, probably, let's put it this way, our crappy, room but... <laughs> was bigger than my first apartment overlooking the beach, and I know we'll talk more about that, but it's, it's just, it was phenomenal. And uh, yeah, it's just not, I think it's that resort you go to when you don't want, too much you you need to take a break from the disney bubble a little bit maybe when you get out of the parks you want to you know just get out of the uh yeah because i can just think of pop century and uh art animation you just constantly got those characters everywhere this was really nice that you could get away from them a little bit
1: yeah it's just a nice very nice modern room definitely um disney fans will locate and find the disney touches within your room quickly it's not like it's not disney it mm-hmm. still definitely is and outside the room in the resort itself the theme is a little more disney a lot more mickey i mean you have some restaurants that are screaming disney there so you're not going to forget where you're at but in your room you can wake up from a nap and just it's just you know a very nice hotel room
0: the theme is great but i also love the layout it's large it's growing it's continuing to change doug What did you think of the overall layout of the hotel?
1: So the hotel is kind of three different sections. You have the main tower, and that's what the monorail rolls through. Um, That's what most people think of. But there's also a garden wing, and uh, that's where you stayed, I believe, Derek, right? Yep. And then the other direction where there used to be a garden wing, they brought the bulldozers out and they built a nice big tower next to the tower, and that is Bay Lake Tower. And the resort itself is situated between Bay Lake, so it's on the shores of Bay Lake, and the Magic Kingdom. The Magic Kingdom has the Seven Seas Lagoon in front of it. There's a little canal that connects to Bay Lake. Bay Lake was a natural lake that was there from the beginning. Uh, Seven Seas Lagoon is a man-made lake that uh, the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian are on. However, Bay Lake... It's a nice natural lake. Um, it's always been there. So it's a little different feel. You have that beachfront there. Um, so it's located between it. it. There is a little bit of a walk between the tower and the Garden Wings and Bay Lake Tower. Um, Bay Lake Tower, you connect on from the fourth floor of the Contemporary, and it goes straight across to the fifth floor of Bay Lake Tower. So it's a little confusing knowing what floor you need to be on. But it's a level path over there, and you switch a floor somehow. So there's some Disney magic involved with their stairs or something. Um, But there's basically those three different sections. Tower in the center, um, that's where you find the more expensive rooms. And the garden wings are the little bit cheaper rooms. And then Bay Lake Tower is a DVC property, so it's a little different. The tower has about 500 rooms in it. The Garden Wing has about 250 rooms. And the DC, DVC, it's hard to say exactly how many rooms because they have one bedrooms, and uh, they lock off, and they become part of two bedrooms, and you know they can switch it around. So the way I read it was they have the equivalent of 292 bedrooms uh, suites. So yeah, go figure in. Bay Lake Tower opened in 2009, so it hasn't been there all that long. It's very new, very nice. Um, so that's kind of the layout. How was your walk from the the lobby in the in the tower over to your room in the garden wing? Well, we got lost.
0: It was <laughs> uh, it was after you know the fireworks. We were tired. It was dark out, uh, so I didn't even know where we were staying. I thought I was staying in the tower. Uh, had to get it got confused a little bit, so we made our way to the garden wing and. Uh, Just went in the wrong door, took forever to find the room. Once I got situated and navigated the next day, it was good. But uh, it was definitely confusing. There's a lot more walking involved than I originally realized, uh, which isn't a bad thing. Kind of reminds me of the Port Orleans, you know, separating people out a little bit. But it is. It's a little bit of a trek. Not nearly the trek that we've done at Art Animation to the uh, Little Mermaid Rooms but it is a little bit of a walk something you do have to consider after a long day at the park especially if you are planning on walking we did walk to the magic kingdom uh, which is not that bad but you know walking back uh we did not do we took the monorail but people were walking back that's just that, that's adding extra to it
1: yeah it is one of those two, the you know you stay there multiple nights you'll learn your way around so you can learn the fastest route things like that the first night you can get disoriented real quick because the garden wing, you get out to it and then it's got multiple wings within the wing. Yep. So it sounds like it's just like one hallway of a wing, but no, it like, there's, you go over to it and then it splits all different directions. I can see how you get lost really easily. And some garden wing rooms could be really close, okay. others could be a whole hike away. You know, even though on that
0: first night it was really confusing, uh hard to get to the room, once we got into the room though, Doug. Uh, kind of master that layout a little bit we' were all it, it just it worked out that room was incredible. These are high end rooms we 're going to talk about the rooms. I want to hear a little bit more about the ones you stayed in because you 're a family of five, so they 're a little bit bigger, which i can 't imagine because ours was the size of my college bedroom and then some so what was it like for what was your experience having the uh
1: you slept you weren't you guys in the tower? We were in the tower, we had a Bay Lake view. In the tower, there's basically four different room types. There's a Bay Lake view, which is going to be the cheapest, and then a theme park view, which obviously is going to cost a little more. And then there's club level slash concierge, and those are up higher. And uh, there, once again, you have a Bay Lake or a theme park view. Um, Obviously, the theme park view, you get to see the Magic Kingdom, and you can go out on your balcony and watch some fireworks. But uh, I digress on that it's in the room, they're all pretty much the same. Actually, the garden wing to the tower, um, room-wise, once you're in the room, not too much difference. There might be a couple square feet difference, depending on where you're at exactly in the garden wing. But overall, they're fairly identical. Um, so you have two queen beds and a day bed. So there's a couch that turns into a day bed. Uh, so that's how you get your fifth family member in there um alden loves the day beds he doesn't have to touch his sisters which is a definite bonus um so you got your three different sleeping surfaces with two queen beds and the bathroom they have pocket doors so they don't take up room with a big door swinging open so they maximize space a little bit um double sinks um separate area for uh the toilet i believe the shower was with the sinks and the toilet was separated if I'm remembering right. It's a little blurry. The rooms are about 394 square feet. Um, that sounds really accurate to say about, doesn't it? <laughs> That's kind of um, obsessive-compulsive numbering there. But uh, tower rooms all have balconies, so you can oh, out on your balcony, overlook the lake, watch the sun rise, um, or you go out on your balcony and watch the park and fireworks, things like that. From your balcony on the Bay Lake side you can see illuminations and Star Wars fireworks. Um so you can see Hollywood Studios and Epcot's nighttime spectaculars. Um so you're not totally firework void on that Bay Lake side. But the rooms are amazing. The one th- oh, the beds super comfortable too. I I could have slept in those beds the whole time and I don't think that's just cuz I was tired from being at Disney. I think they're really good beds. Um the T V was big, like you said. It was almost like it was um on a fireplace. Like it had the mantle below it or above it. Like it almost looked like a modern fireplace, but with the TV in place, which is awesome. Um kids loved it. Um the sinks though, they might have been the weirdest sink I've used. Like they didn't really they had spots where the water kinda sat in there. I got a picture. I
0: I got a picture we'll have to post it. I even sent it to you.
1: Yeah, and like it was awkward rinsing out our refillable mugs in the sink. So there's my one complaint: the sinks are weird. So how was your impressions of the room?
0: Well, I like the sinks. I, I thought they were unique. <laughs> Maybe not weird. Unique. Uh, I've, my you know, weird
1: is your unique.
0: There you go. Uh, I loved. You know, I have toddlers, and so they had to take a bath. Uh, that bathtub was one of the biggest bathtubs we've ever had in a hotel. So they could both share. Uh, my daughter went long. You know they can. It, it almost like you need a lifeguard. They're so deep, uh, mm-hmm. which was you know I definitely soaked my feet for a little bit after a long day. Uh, my wife and I did just it. They're nice. They're nice tubs. It separate shower like you said. A separate bathroom. Uh, uh, the potty, I guess you we always called. So there you go. Um, that's separated. So that was nice. Uh, overall, no, we we love the room. Uh, plenty of plenty of space uh we did not use the couch as a day bed uh but uh no we we loved it we could over at the garden level we overlooked our balcony and we could see part of the light show from the poly so that was uh cool that we got to see that a little bit
1: yeah and from our balcony um one night like michelle and i were exhausted we're like we went to bed fairly early the um Water pageant parade comes past the um nighttime show that's out on Lake, like you saw go past. Yep. The poly goes past in Bay Lake as well, and it tells you the time roughly. It gets to each resort, and it's super late when it comes. It's like one of the last places at the Contemporary, and I think it was like ten forty at night. Michelle and I were like out. We thought the kids were asleep, and then I kind of roll over, and the balcony doors open, and they're all three out on the balcony watching, like. What are you guys doing? Get back in bed. It's nice not having toddlers anymore, but at the same time, they think they're independent and they're their own people, so they go and do things. Um, another great thing about the rooms, um, I did not hear a peep from outside the room, and a lot of people think like, "Oh man, I would not want to stay in that tower. You got chef Mickey's and other restaurants and just people coming in just to look. And the Christmas decorations were up when they were there, so there was a an Anna and Elsa gingerbread house that people would come just take pictures of the gingerbread house and all kinds of commotion, a monorail rolling through. You shut that door, and it was quiet. We didn't hear a thing. And uh, we had the same neighbors to the one side the whole time we were there. One time we were in the hallway, and I apologized for my loud children. And they're like, oh, no, sorry about our loud children. And I'm like, I haven't heard any children. They're like, we haven't heard yours. So that was kind of nice to know. Um, the kids didn't like that because that meant I could yell at them more. But, uh, you know, that happens. But oh, come come out, You don't violent. yell
0: at them. They're all well-behaved.
1: Um, in public. <laughs> in public. So, Yeah, I really liked the room. The soundproofing was great, which is a must in that tower room. Unlike some of the
0: maybe value resorts where they're paper-thin walls, and
1: you can hear someone
0: sneeze or go to the bathroom a few uh, below you.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure you can say, like, God bless you through the walls sometimes with the sneezes, but this was dead silent, and um, the only reason I woke up when the kids went out on that balcony is because there was noise. And then that water pageant parade is loud. It pumps out the volume. You can actually hear that when it goes past with the door shut. But, man, they opened that door, and it was it was loud. So rooms are good.
0: All right, well, let's move on past the rooms. Uh, let's go to the lobby, the concierge area, where a lot of people begin their time at the resort. Did you spend any time... Uh, using the concierge or the lobby or
1: yeah um, we had to get some uh, magical express stuff printed and michelle so we moved our very we spent one night at grand floridian on the last day and they can't generate the magical express stuff if you're only there one day or something we were but you're somewhere else so contemporary had to print it and we had to pick it up and Michelle had gotten off the phone with them. They told us to go down to the concierge and just get it. And I get down there, like, no, we—that's for Grand Floridian to do, not us. I'm like, no, trust. They just said to do this, like, and like my travel agent said, and like it should already be printed and sitting here. It should say McKnight. And so, all right, I'll look type of attitude. And then he looked, and like, oh, we do have that. Yeah, so that was our concierge experience at a deluxe resort over a holiday weekend. So I'm sure he was tired and grumpy because it was Thanksgiving. But uh, that was our concierge. But the lobby itself, um, it's stylish. There's the TV for the kids to watch. There's a big counter to check in at. There's really nothing to write home about. No. Um, I think a lot of people, the first time they walk in the doors to the lobby, expect it to be... What you've come through on the monorail and that big atrium, um, and it is not. Uh, it is you know not a low ceiling, but normal ceiling height for a big hotel. It's really nothing. Nothing. We don't. I don't even think we have pictures of it. That's how.
0: It how did throw me off guard it. a little bit. I uh, I was you expecting. Thought it was hurt, a, right? I thought the atrium as well, and I was like, oh, here here we are.
1: Yeah, it's it looks like you're checking into. A nice hotel in, say, downtown Chicago, something like that. You know, it's Mm -hmm. nothing really crazy. There is a coffee shop down there. Right when you Um, walk,
0: it's strategically placed, whether you are walking in or walking out and you need a fix.
1: You know, it's placed between the front door and the door from the side that comes from the bus stop and where you would go to get to the convention center because there is a very large convention center um attached to this resort so you do have a lot of convention guests um some of the higher end conventions are at the contemporary because you can put up your ceo in some of those nicer rooms that we just got talking about or done talking about the other resorts you have a convention space you don't have necessarily that nice of room so that's one reason this convention center works but yeah that co- that coffee shop is right near the door to the convention center Close enough to the lobby, so that's kind of its location purpose, I think, is more convention-wise. But, yep, the lobby is, I'm not going to say lacking, it's just, it is what it is. It's not the Wilderness Lodge. No, it's... Or even Grand Floridian. Or even Art Animation, that was one of my favorite lobbies now. Or, you know, the the Moderates even have more theming in their lobbies. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean Port Orleans is not huge because it doesn't need to be, but they got something going on at yeah. least there's nothing nothing to really write home about on this lobby so
0: well let's uh let's move on to let's amenities yeah. then because that's where it starts to make up uh for everything for the, the i guess the lack of lobby uh the pool has a really cool all pool right. we did not swim in it I did check it out uh but did you guys check out the pool at all
1: when you were there so um Back to the lobby real quick, oh. I guess. I forgot to mention Bay Lake Tower. Um, you check in in their lobby, and it is literally just, like, a room. There's nothing special there either. <laughs> okay? So they're not getting anything more spectacular. So pools, so Bay Lake Tower and the Contemporary both have a main pool. The main pool at the Contemporary is called the Feature Pool, very creatively mm-hmm. named. Way to go, Disney. Um And then there is a quiet pool. All the other resorts, you have your main pool or feature pool and then a quiet pool somewhere else near some of the other rooms kind of further off. Well, there's not really further off at the Contemporary because you have a lake right there and a road and convention center. So the quiet pool is just like past the feature pool and it is a circle. So if you're up high in the tower and you're looking down on it they have like it looks like a target they got circles on the bottom of it it's kind of cool looking but that's the quiet pool and uh it's pretty good sized pool it's got a good size slide um little splash pad for the kids um the bay lake tower slide is pretty good too bay lake tower's pool has a zero depth area though so that's kind of one little notch up in that area they both have the little spray park type thing um yeah, they're they're very nice pools. Uh the circle pool, the quiet one, has cabanas that you can rent. There's not very many pools around Walt Disney property where you can um throw some extra cash out and get a cabana. The cabanas have like TVs and I mean they are top notch. I suppose if you're paying for a cabana at a pool you want to be taken care of. I'm sure there's wait staff and everything that goes along with it. There's also bars at both pools bay lake and contemporary uh cabanas or sorry the sandbar is the name of the pool at the feature pool so it's kind of weird the feature pool doesn't have a name related to sand but uh sandbar you know sounds oh, like something you party on yeah like it should be a river or something like you're going to a sandbar or the party. feature bar the feature bar yeah it doesn't like two random the different bar. things the bar if we got the feature pool the feature bar so in the the bar has the same basic there's some quick service items some appetizers um you know get your drinks um alcoholic and non-alcoholic and then over at uh, bay lake it's the cove bar so evidently they're on a cove over there and uh you're on a sandbar at the feature pool but pools are good they got slides they're a lot of fun um, my kids have enjoyed the Bay Lake Tower pool for quite a few hours.
0: Well, I, I wish we did. We had our swimsuits, and everyone was too exhausted to even swim. So
1: A cruise if, will do that to you, Derek? Yes,
0: yes. Staying there after the cruise. Was, we, we took advantage of the uh, queen-size beds and the 60-plus-inch TV for sure. Uh, but no, it, was, it looked beautiful. I did get some pictures, and we'll be posting pictures this week. Uh, from our trip, I, I definitely love the decor around the pool a lot. You got some Mickey uh, artwork and, and just some really cool things. Uh, that's where you know uh, the um, the boats can come up. You see a lot of people coming uh, for Chef Mickey's off there. I think we'll talk about that here in a second because uh, a lot of questions we always get is transportation and what is that like since it is a more expensive hotel. Do you get a little bit more better special treatment? well i I say yes yeah. with the monorail, but we will we will talk about that. What do you think?
1: Well, I yes and no. I think transportation has some huge upsides at this resort, and then it has some question marks it's It's a mixed bag. I think every deluxe kind of has a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned it. The monorail, it's huge. People love it, um especially if you have some dining at the Polly or the Grand Floridian. Super easy to hop on that monorail and stop on over there. Um, monorail's great. Um, it is a bit awkward to get to. It's kind of on... It's, so the main floor of the huge atrium area is the fourth floor. And then you kind of go up another little half floor to get to the monorail. So if you have a stroller... Or a wheelchair, you got to go to like this other little elevator to go up yep. this half floor. And when a monorail empties out, there can be a pretty good line of people waiting with strollers. Um, I believe there's an escalator for everyone else. So if you're one of those people that can do a stroller on the escalator, I'd I'd go that route rather than waiting I was for glad road.
0: there were signs. I I couldn't figure it out there for a it's minute. Weird. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It, it's weird. Yeah, it's kind of hidden. It's weird to say that the monorail is hidden, but it's. The entrance and exit to the monorail is hidden, but it's it's right there on the fourth floor. So if you're staying in the tower, you are right there by it. Um, Garden Wing is still the shortest walk you'll have to the monorail no matter where you're staying just about, except maybe some of the main building rooms at the Grand Floridian. Um, so the monorail is huge. Um, let's move on to uh, that marina area you mentioned. So they have boats. There's boats, but they take you not to the park. A lot of people expect to get on a boat and go to Epcot or something. That is not at all what it does. So the boats get you to Wilderness Lodge and Fort Wilderness. It runs in like a little triangle between the three resorts. And the main reason is to get you to different dining options. So both of those resorts have um, multiple dining options. Yep. Uh, Fort Wilderness has hoop doo which is a huge thing every night. So if you have a hoop doo reservation, um, get to the Contemporary and take the boat. It's a really neat way to arrive at a resort is by boat. And the the entrance into the Fort Wilderness is pretty cool from that direction. Um, One way, if you really want to take a boat to the Magic Kingdom... I suppose you could get on the boat, go to Wilderness Lodge or Fort Wilderness, then switch boats to the boat that goes to the Magic Kingdom, but that sounds slightly crazy. Or
0: because you could go on the monorail to the TTC and then hop a boat to the Magic Kingdom. You could, or... We the did valley, that. Or, yeah? Yeah, well, my kids wanted to get on the boat, so and we had okay. some time to well, kill. then that's... Yeah, that's oh, yeah, because kind of we like. had to go get the camera
1: at the TTC. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Your lost and found adventure. So, but all of that boating, um, I would just say walk, walk to the magic kingdom. Um, that's what we did. It was, it was even
0: shorter than you made it like even sound. I was, how long would you say a walk
1: it is mileage wise?
0: Oh my God. I don't have a, not mile. I was like, I don't have a Google map. I don't know. It took like 10 minutes. Give or take. I mean, it was a shorter mm -hmm. walk to the magic kingdom than the Disneyland walk from our hotel to the Magic Kingdom.
1: Oh, yeah, by by far. The only good thing about the walks at uh, Disneyland is you're going through downtown Disney. There's more to look at. Here, you're basically looking at shrubberies and grass. You do have to cross one major road, so make sure you're careful when you cross that street. Definitely use the crosswalk and follow the crosswalk laws. Uh, But it's an easy walk. It's somewhere over a quarter mile but under a half. I... It's probably a th- I guess a third would put it right yeah, in that, that would neighborhood. Be, yeah, that'd that be a third. probably. It's probably about a third of a mile till you get to security, um, or right at where the bus stops dump into the the area. But it's we walk like that's one of the reasons we love Bay Lake Tower. It is as close as you can get to the parks because Bay Lake Tower is a touch closer than uh, the Contemporary and of course the Garden Wing. So at the walk. That's the best form of transportation. You don't have to wait on anything except your own children. Walk.
0: There you go. Well, you hit it up. The one question I always hear, you know, uh, you're staying that close to the Magic Kingdom. So what are the buses going to be like to the other three parks? Especially now. All right, you know,
1: here's, go here's on, yep. it It's to be sketchy. Yeah, here's where it gets sketchy. So the deluxe resorts have one bus stop. So... The values, you have like a specialized stop for each park um, and Disney Springs. Here, it's like one bus stop, whole bunch of benches, not sure who's waiting for Hollywood Studios, who's waiting for Animal Kingdom. It's just kind of everybody clumped together, and a bus pulls up, and you never know how many people are going to get up and go over to it. Um, it's kind of a little chaotic. Um, some days it's fine, some days it's not. In the morning, there can be a lot of people standing down there. So rope dropping early um, is a good thing because you avoid kind of the chaotic time between 9 and 11. That's when those type of bus stops are a mess. And uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. And there will be people so already on the bus because the bus shares with Wilderness Lodge. You So you start thinking, I'm paying for a deluxe resort. The buses are going to be spectacular. No, then you got to drive in and stop at another resort. The Contemporary is at the furthest end of one part of the whole Walt Disney World complex. So it's quite a ride anywhere else. Um you go through quite a bit of Magic Kingdom traffic to get there. So the buses aren't real fast. And you share with Wilderness Lodge. Uh, so... But they still, there's not a ton of people on them, except for you get a lot of Chef Mickey traffic Mm -hmm. coming in on buses. You'll notice like you get a weird mix of people on those buses. We did. Um,
0: We we, uh, yeah, I saw just a mass of people and just piling in, and I was like, oh yeah, Chef Mickey's. That must be why. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, we never had a real problem getting a seat um, or anything like that. Um, except for like after fireworks at mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios. I mean, but I stood up. The kids still ended up sitting down. Um, so it's not a big deal. It's just, yeah, buses. They actually are better at a value resort sometimes because they're a little more dedicated just for that resort. Here you share, so that takes more time because you got to go into that resort, stop, let people off, let people on, and then you move on to your resort. But. Uh, it is what it is. Notice I did not say Epcot for a bus. So if you want to get to Epcot, you got to get on the resort monorail, take it to the TTC,
0: and then, take then the Epcot get uh,
1: on the Epcot If monorail. it's working. If it's working. If it's not running, there's supposed to be an Epcot bus. And it, so that can get confusing. Um, we did the monorails. We got there. We rope dropped. It was all right. We survived. But it was stressful. Because we got to DCC and, of course, Michelle's like looking at her watch. Like, okay, where's the monorail? Where's the monorail? There's no monorail. Is there a monorail? Where's the monorail? And the whole time she's like, we should have just Ubered. We should have just Ubered to Epcot. We should have Ubered. It would have been like $10 and we'd be there. I'm like, yeah, we. next time. We'll. So that's one thing. Don't be afraid to use Uber. if Especially, I mean, it will save you some time. Um, the contemporary is also not a bad place to rent a car and drive to the other three parks. Um, you can have save a ton of time. And the parking at the Contemporary sometimes gets full with people coming to dinners and uh, cheating to get into the parks by saying they have a dinner and then going. There's, I know it's hard to believe some people would cheat the system, but it happens. So a car is not a bad option at the Contemporary, or Bay Lake Tower especially. The parking is even better at Bay Lake Tower. Um but, yeah, buses. Well, the one bus thing did I did things. like
0: was the, uh, was the Magical Express. Yeah, it's right there outside right the there, lobby. checking your luggage, taking care
1: of. An airport check-in is not far from the main entrance lobby. It is outside, yep. as most of them are. And uh, they open at 5 a.m., give your bags, head to the park, come back, grab the Magical Express, you see your bags back at your home destination, your home airport. They'll be there waiting for you, hopefully. Um, but that airport check-in is, I think, an underutilized service. It is a third party that runs runs them. So remember, it's okay to tip them because they're not Disney employees. But uh, we used airport check-in, and uh, we love it. And uh, Contemporary was no exception. They had a very good one. So. yeah, There's no, transportation. It was great. They, came
0: to, they came to our room, grabbed our bags, took them all the way down there for us.
1: You mean you don't make Declan, like, drag a bag all the way down there, Derek? Not again. that kind of long walk.
0: And, <laughs> and that was after the cruise, the parks, and yeah. Nope, not going to. You, you don't want to be the parents. We exhausted our kids by the end of the trip. But uh, yeah, that- let's, let's move on to uh, dining. We were talking about Chef Mickey's. Very, very popular restaurant. Been on Food Network and everything, so uh one that i know you've gone to i've gone to um i think we uh start with start with the most famous one on the list and then we'll go around to the rest of the ones but chef mickey's a lot of people like you said head there it can be you want to get your reservations way in advance
1: yeah 180 days you can find it later than that especially like the brunch times which we love we love the the brunch or uh early lunch um on that fourth floor of the main atrium level, there, um, the grand concourse, as it is called, the monorail zipping by the one side of Chef Mickey's. The ends of the A-frame shaped building are all glass, so the sun does beam in certain times of year, especially over the winter. Um, the sun is at a low angle, and it can be pretty bright in Chef Mickey's. Um, but man, they—I swear—there was always people waiting to be seated. Every time I went in and out of our room, like they're there early and they're there late. And there were some times I saw people at like 950 and they got like three kids laying on the ground, like lining. And then you get their name called to go eat at Chef Mickey's at 10 o'clock at night. I mean, there was people one time I went down to refill my mugs and it was like 1125 and there are still people eating like the buffets were still like being furnished. 11 something at night and like oh man and there's kids eating and they're like i hope you don't have any plans for tomorrow because you are you never
0: know there's a time change oh. that might be a prime eating time yeah, for them maybe
1: they came from hawaii and it's yeah it's time to eat but whew, it'd be rough so hey, you were the though. one
0: telling me you do the cabanas after the the pirate remember we were talking about this i couldn't eat at like eleven thirty at night and you're you were fine, so
1: <laughs> I, yeah, the pirate night buffet—that's like, different. I plan for that. Hey, That's you, a on you the train. Line, there is no time zone. That I actually, see. I, I trained for
0: Chef Mickey's. I made. Mean, we had a ten o'clock reservation. I didn't eat a thing until ten o'clock, and and I warned my wife and kids I was going to eat my money's worth there because uh, it is it's a it's pricey. I mean, you are doing mm-hmm. the character dining. Yep. You get a lot of character interaction. Pluto, Mickey, Goofy, Minnie, uh, Donald. And then, uh, which is great. You can knock all those out real quick. Uh, the food, I like the food. It's, we did the breakfast, simple pancake waffles,
1: nothing, nothing too crazy. I've done dinner and, uh, you know, kind of the typical character buffet. You got your carving stations. The thing that I like there that they do a little better than somewhere else is they have some garlic mashed potatoes that are super buttery and just kind of melt in your mouth. Um, that's then the good dessert selection um you you won't go hungry at no. chef mickey's and like i said it is loud um you can hear chef mickey's um we were almost all the way to one end of the tower with our room we were on the 6th floor so we were two floors above there was one row of floors below us the 5th floor had um rooms we we're on the 6th floor so next one up we were almost all the way to the other end of the resort chef mickey's is to one end we were to the other and you could still hear chef mickey's as soon as you walked out your door so thank goodness for that good soundproof room i will say that
0: yep well what else uh i mean it was a great restaurant i only got to experience that one but there's a lot of other great restaurants in the contemporary what
1: have you tried have you tried uh wave by any chance so the Wave is another sit down restaurant, table service credit. It's on the first floor. When we're talking about the lobby, basically there's bathrooms and then the Wave. And you can't really see the Wave. It's got like a long tunnel type of entrance. I have not eaten there. Um it's uh I went in and checked it out. American That's about it. Food. Yeah. It's it, it it's a very good restaurant from what I've heard. read, talked to people. Um but I have no first hand experience. So I won't delve into it too far, but it seems busy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of strollers parked outside of that that restaurant on the first floor in the lobby. And then the other table service one is kind of a big deal. And it is located up on the 15th floor. That is the California Grill. It's a signature dining restaurant. So there's two table service re- uh, credits if you're on the dining plan. Um, you check in on the second floor talked about the lobby on the first floor we've talked about the fourth floor where everything's at in the grand concourse so you got to go to the second floor where it's like convention centery stuff and it just really looks like a hotel convention center area and there's this secondary little elevator just for the california grill and you check in down there um so you're not gonna just sneak up and take a look around uh have a reservation 180 days in advance uh yeah they're known for their sushi um very nice and great views of the fireworks if you book it right. They also have a lounge that you don't need a reservation for. You can say, We want to go up at the lounge and down at the second floor. If there's no room at the lounge, they will say, Nope, you got to wait for somebody to come back. So if you want to watch fireworks from like the lounge where you have access to the bar and the menu, um, you got to go a little earlier than you would think. Um, but yeah, California Grill is a big deal. They just went through a major refurbishment to make it more contemporary yep so it's uh top notch that's the sit-down restaurants have you been i have not michelle has um you know we are not huge foodies i like to eat but the fine dining you know is something that i can do like maybe one a trip or so um and so if we go on a cruise that that takes up all my fanciness to eat on the cruise like it expends my fanciness limit is that a thing? Do people have fanciness limits, Derek? I, I don't know. It doesn't sound I, like I thought you'd
0: grow accustomed to that lifestyle of um, eating, you know, the five star meals and, and you'd um, want more of those when you get off.
1: I really, no, I'm good with a burger and fries. But uh, speaking of burger and fries, the Contempo Cafe, um, that's the counter service restaurant, is right by Chef Mickey's. It's where you refill your mug, it's where you can get. Um, your counter service meal we ate there on our last trip. I had a some sort of burger with something extra on top of it. Um, they have a pretty good kids yep, menu. That sounds ch- very memorable. It was, you know, I uh, I ate it and I was full, and uh, that was the extent. They, they have a very wide variety on the menus, some flatbreads, some other things. So a lot of the counter service restaurants have a varied menu, and this is no exception. Um, but it was good. And uh, I spent a lot of time there refilling mugs. So there's one other little thing, the Top of the World Lounge. And that's over at um, Bay Lake Tower. And it seems like we're not talking about Bay Lake Tower much. And that's because it's really just rooms. It's, you know, studios, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, grand villas. And that's where neither of
0: us are DVC, so.
1: No, but I have stayed there, and it is my favorite place to stay. Is you can you can pay to stay at DVC. They they have to let regular folks in, but the top of the world lounge you have to be DVC to access it or have somebody take you there. Um, and they have appetizers and drinks up there, and of course amazing views of the fireworks. Michelle has been. I have not. Once again, she gets all the like good perks and. She just kind of texts me and rubs my face in it.
0: Well, we but, are gonna, uh, you and I are going to go to Pandora before her, so we'll we have her are, on that I'm one. Yes,
1: rubber nose, right? And cool. she probably won't care because we'll she take has pictures to with all the
0: uh, the Navi, make her jealous.
1: Yeah, I don't think she'll be jealous at all. Actually, <laughs> I don't. I think
0: I know my wife work. will be because we'll be you know without her. So
1: yeah, we'll make somebody jealous. My kids will be. Oh, the
0: yeah, kids. I'm and not so ha.
1: Take that, kids. <laughs> um, so that's the dining in a nutshell, oh, and of course you can the pool bars. Like we said earlier, they have a limited menu and uh, drinks.
0: All right. Well, so, speaking, there. what I what I really liked uh, was we had a little bit of a wait at Chef Mickey's, and right next to it. And if you've gone through the monorail, you can see I really like the shopping area in the contemporary. We spent uh, a lot of time in those little shopping areas. Uh, that's where we got a lot of our souvenirs on that final day. Uh but yeah, they have uh three different kind of areas right there. Did you guys do any shopping? I feel like we should mention that because there are a lot of people that just come and will do shopping there while they wait for Chef Mickey's.
1: Yeah, I, I bought some cough syrup at one of the shops, so that was fun. Nothing like that. My buying kids cough bought syrup. me a tie. Wow, that's better than cough syrup. Yeah, that is. So there's three different shops. The big one kind of right the their names are Bayview Gifts, Fantasia, and Fantasia Gifts. So they like once again the naming of things at the contemporary, is kind of questionable. They do such been, a good job everywhere The else. gift shop, I. <laughs> that's true. The main gift shop, the feature gift shop, and the, the side other gift shop. shop. If you don't yeah. like that which, gift shop, yep. Which going Fantasia and Fantasia Gifts is kind of like, ah, the other gift shop. Um. So I really can't remember which is which name wise unless I look it up. And you know, one is like a little hole in the wall that's where you get like your DVC type of shopping done Mm -hmm. where they actually have frozen pizzas and that's where I got my cough syrup and they have random Disney stuff mixed in there. That's kind of like the uh, sundries type of shop. and Every resort has that. And then there's the big one in the middle that kind of has false walls around it. No ceiling. So you see all the way up to the, up to the roof of the atrium. And uh, that has all your Disney like, toys and souvenir type stuff your pins games we got some pins that that sounds like where you spent your time yep and then the other shop is actually under the fifth floor rooms um on the bay lake side and that's where you'll find your clothing um suitcases kitchenware that sort of stuff but the thing that i wish i would have noticed earlier in our stay so the last time we stayed at bay lake there was a at the Contempo Cafe, there was a can like a like a confectionery case with a lot of cupcakes, brownies, candies, that sort of stuff. And when we went there. There was only like the three or four crummy cupcakes. That was it. Like for dessert, it's like what happened? Where did that go? Well, they have a whole confectionery case in that gift shop, and I didn't discover it early enough in our trip. Oh um, darn, you missed out on yeah, a cupcake. You get your. Well, you get your caramel apples, your chocolate-covered pineapple, your chocolate-covered marshmallows. You know, all those snack credits that the kids like to use. All those
0: snacks that keep dentists like you in business. That's
1: right. The more sugar, the better. Um, That's what you find them in that gift shop that's on the Bay Lake side of the resort. Uh, It's Yeah, that's the best thing in there. So that's the shopping. Quite a bit of selection. They're pretty good-sized shops, too, really, for a resort. They're quite large, probably because they know... They have all those people waiting for their reservation um, at Chef Mickey's, so they're like, well, "Let's put a shop next to it." It sounds like a Disney thing to do.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, they're not spending money waiting in line. Might as well make them spend money. Uh, you know, waiting for this table. Heck, they probably see you spending money, and they're like, yeah, 'Yeah, we'll keep pushing the reservation yeah, off a little boss bit.
1: This one here, yet maybe. they got a pager. We'll let them know.
0: Well, if you. Let's go over uh here's where we're coming to a close. Let's head up uh, a few other activities that are really interesting uh for guests. Uh you know, you have the marina and you can rent. I didn't realize how many things you could do, parasailing, renting boats and all sorts of crazy fun things. If you don't make it to Castaway Key, here's where you can do some of your boat activities.
1: Yes, this marina has probably the most options out of any of the marinas on property. They have the parasailing um, that's the big thing that sets them apart. They have, it's the Sammy Duval water sports. You can also water ski, um, that sort of stuff. Um, there's some fishing excursions you can book. There's a bunch of different pirate, uh, fireworks bookings you can do. We did a Pirates and Pals firework cruise, which was a lot of fun. It started in the convention center where we got uh, dessert and light hors d'oeuvres, and then pirates came and talked to us. Then we went out on the on the pontoon boats and, uh, sing piratey songs and talked about pirates. And then we watched wishes from the seven seas lagoon. And then, um, we, How actually
0: that? I've seen pictures and I've seen other people. Is it, is um, it worth
1: it? We really thought it'd be kind of, yeah, fireworks in a distance, but there's nothing in your way, your view, you have a seat, you're comfortable. Um, the music's piped in right with it it was really nice and it made it tough to watch back in the parks where you're like standing next to people people are talking people are bunching bumping into you people keep walking around the cruise everybody was there to watch the fireworks and they position your boat perfectly and and there's like 10 other boats out there from all the other firework cruises they're doing but uh you know it wasn't a big deal It it actually was really nice. And I thought, well, this is just silly. Why did she book this? And then I enjoyed it. And then she's like, see, I told you you'd like it. And of course I had to admit when my wife was correct about something. So that, that was really fun. And then when we got back, we got to meet Peter Pan and Captain Hook and, bunch of characters so that was it was pretty good and that's just one of those things they offer there i was trying beforehand to eat my uh like you tried to eat your money's worth at chef mickey's i tried to eat my money's worth in mickey bars and ice cream cookies and other desserts before it and so of course when we're on the boat i just kind of sit there like a a beach whale because i ate so much ice cream that's like i'm gonna get my money's worth but it was really good um yeah, I'm pretty and, sure I
0: would die if I went to any of the Disney dessert parties.
1: Ah, they're brutal. I just you can't I don't think you can eat enough dessert to really say I got my money's worth this I would why. try,
0: and I would have this nasty sugar rush and have a sugar hangover, I'm sure the you following You go into day. like
1: sugar rage or what you turn in the Hulk of some sort or go the I, other direction. I get direction.
0: shaky. Like and I'm just and I will talk really fast, but then like what goes up must come down and then I just feel like feel like crud and i'm done so
1: i think nope. we need to record an episode while you're in that first stage one time that we can do fun. well we're, we're gonna there. be together
0: uh you know that usually happens in the morning because i usually eat something sugary with my coffee and
1: uh, that sounds like a great idea that's, that's
0: how we do rope drop
1: good planning
0: <laughs> and if we're on the dining plan then we can uh we'll do those yeah. starbucks credits for sure
1: um so, yes okay. Anything like else?
0: Uh, I know we did mention the convention center being there. Anything yeah, else? Yeah,
1: we got that covered. And Other uh, activities-wise, no. I think we're ready to move on to the next big topic. I don't know. Fireworks? The fireworks. Yeah. That's an important topic. We did. So we mentioned it a couple of times, like from your balcony, if you have a uh, theme park view room. But say you have that Bay Lake Tower room, or you're there for Chef Mickey's, and you got done eating, and you want to watch the fireworks. Um, so on the fourth floor... Um, that main Grand court and Concourse floor, there is a big patio um, to the non-Chef Mickey side or the side closest to the theme park, and the music's played on that patio. You can go out there and watch it. It's a great view. Um, you have the monorail zip and pass. You can time a picture with fireworks in the background and a monorail. But if you really want to, like, pro-tip your uh, fireworks and you don't care about the music... You go up the stairwell, and then you can watch from a lot higher. So we watch from our stairwell, um, and the kids really seem to enjoy that. They make their own music. We could kind of hear the music from that patio, too. Um, but uh, the California Grill, Top of the World Lounge, they're going to have the best firework viewing from the contemporary, obviously. And if you have a theme park view, it's really tough to beat your own balcony.
0: Yeah, I could imagine that. That would be a uh, fantastic. Just sit right there and watch. I mean, we got to see. We overlooked the the waterway. I didn't, so I couldn't see what the theme park view would be. But I'm sure it sure it'd be incredible. I know it's supposed to be the only thing you're should be able to see from Tomorrowland because it's got that
1: Tomorrowland feel to it. And it looks like the fireworks are being um, shot up behind. Um Space Mountain, so instead oh, cool. of Cinderella's Castle, it's like Space Mountain Fireworks. Which works for it's, the contemporary feel. It does, it does. It's it's different, and they um, you can, there's a channel on the TV where you can play the music, so if you're on your balcony, um, you can turn on the music and uh, you have that soundtrack going along. And I'm sure when Wishes goes away here in a little bit and they switch it over to Happily Ever After, um, the soundtrack will get switched over too.
0: Awesome. Well, it is a great resort. If you have not tried it, I definitely recommend putting it on your bucket list. Most Disney people I know, it is a bucket list. That's why we did it one time. Hopefully, we get back, but we have a few others we want to definitely go to. Uh, got to make the the once you if you ever get a chance. One thing we didn't say, just get on the monorail and do the loop. So you kind of mm-hmm. go by the poly and the Grand Floridian if you have a little extra time. We did before our flight. So, uh, you know, check out those, because I think all of those are Disney
1: bucket list hotels. They definitely are. And the Contemporary, we didn't talk price much, because it's kind of frightening. But uh, the Contemporary is your cheapest um, deluxe resort that sleeps five. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge are going to come in a little bit under the Contemporary. But after that, the Contemporary is kind of the third most inexpensive Deluxe. So it's actually the kind of the gateway deluxe, um, especially the garden wing. It is definitely cheaper than the tower, and it puts you right there in the heart of all of that excitement that we just talked about. The walk to the Magic Kingdom, the monorail, Chef Mickey's, everything at your fingertips, and uh, an amazing room. At Bay Lake Tower, if you you know can do a studio over there or you need a little more space... It's awesome because you have all the amenities of the contemporary right there, and that walk and that view of the Magic Kingdom.
0: Yeah, it was phenomenal. I'm I'm glad we did it. And if you ever want to do that, we highly recommend booking with the rope drop queen herself, who seems to get to go to all the fun things that we missed out mm-hmm. on the contemporary. Yeah. Michelle McNight, uh, you know, send us a message. We'll put you in through with her. She does uh, all of our booking, and then a lot of I know our listeners book with her as well and so phenomenal and she'll tell you what it's like to get to go up on the very top and kinda of eat up there too because we'll we'll never get that lucky I guess.
1: Yeah, so she has all that experience so you can ask her, is it worth it? And she can tell you. And uh I tell you what, right now though, now's the time to to start looking at fall trips and thinking about um what you want to be doing this fall, October you know, that'd be a great time of year. When you're watching we talk about wishes going away, well, Hollow Wishes will still be going. So if you stay at the Contemporary and you get you can still get to see it, even if you don't have tickets to the Halloween party. So um yeah, the Contemporary's great year round. You add the gingerbread house at Christmas time, the Christmas decorations. It it's one of our favorites. I like Bay Lake Tower a little bit better just because it's a touch closer and usually there's a door between me and my children. But uh, that is only if I'm feeling like I don't like the money I have and I want to give it to to the Disney Corporation, which some days I don't. Some days I do.
0: Yeah, I feel like we, we give a lot of money to the, the Disney Corporation. We're actually going to do a whole show on how to help save for some of those expenses because yeah. that's a question we get all the time. But that will be... Another uh, another topic, if you have any questions about the Contemporary or staying on site, please let us know. We love answering them. We've been getting a lot of good messages lately, uh, which has been fun interacting with our fans. So keep them coming. Anything you may have, we'd love to discuss with you. I mean, we're two guys that will just talk Disney all day with you if that's if you're bored and want to talk. So uh, for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thanks for listening to Rope Drop Radio. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. It's always fun to talk Disney. Have a good night.